Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about Top Gun Maverick. Yay! Joining me today is Lee and Joe. How are you guys today? Good. So excited to be here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for asking us both. Yeah. to join you yeah likewise it's um it's not every day that you get invited to a podcast so it's uh, <laughs> it's awesome so thank you so much Diana. i'm so glad you guys said yes i'm so glad that you guys are here and i love that we're doing top gun maverick we decided this what in the spring early spring i guess i don't even know what time mm-hmm. it was Not really knowing how it was going to do, but we kept hearing this buzz and we all agreed we liked the original and we thought, oh, we can't wait to watch it. I'm so excited we picked this movie, you guys. I really am. In saying that, we all went back and watched the original, I believe. You guys watched the original again, didn't you? Yes, we did. It was, uh, it's it's about as 80s as as it got, but it was was great. That, That was the appeal. So, yeah. So in watching it, Well, I love it. I watched it back in the day and I watched it now. And I just thought it was so fun when Tom Cruise's character and Anthony Edwards' character as Maverick and Goose are in that bar and they do the basically karaoke. uh, You've got that love and feeling with, uh, uh, is her name Charlie in the film? I'm sorry. I can't even remember. Kelly McGillis, her role. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just watched it again this morning. I I watched a YouTube video just because I wanted to see it again. It was so much fun. I was cracking up. But it got me to thinking of that song and karaoke songs. So our question of the day is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, okay. I will go first because Lee has made me go first. Um, (laughs) I... um, Whenever I think karaoke, uh, I always think of September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, I love that song. J- yeah. Um, just cause it's my, my parents and my aunts and uncles used to like sing it in karaoke gatherings when I was growing up. So like it's, uh, I wasn't, I never, I was a little bit reserved whenever karaoke time came on, but, um, <laughs> it was always like September or some other disco song, but September was the one that really sticks out for me. So, yeah, yeah, I love that song. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. So good. And I have to add in that this was such a hard question. So I picked two. So first song is All Star by Smash Mouth. And Smash Mouth song. is from our hometown, Diana. So Bay Area. Um, <laughs> and also second song is Kingdom that recently came out. And it's by Maverick City Music. And I thought of how them, appropriate, right? That's what I thought about. So if you have, if you haven't heard it, definitely go check it out. And it's definitely an upbeat song that if you're having a hard day, or if you just need to get in the right mindset to, you know, chug along in your work or go for a run, definitely play kingdom by Maverick city music. Um, and so I'll pass it to you, Diana. What about you? I, I first want to say I haven't heard of that song and I can't wait to go check it out because yes. I love music and I love <laughs> upbeat songs. So I have a hard time. Just so you guys know, I'm so bad at picking one thing. I can never pick one thing. <laughs> I thought, how am I going to narrow this down? So I would say, first off, Journey is like 
I love Journey and they're so 80s, right? And I love Journey then, I love Journey now. <laughs> and so I thought of Don't Stop Believing because it's just so good. And I could, uh, it's just such a good song and I could just belt that out. Not that I can, I am not a good singer, <laughs> but if, if I had someone backing it up with me, that's the song that I would pick. But I was looking through karaoke songs and I also saw Hold On by Wilson Phillips which I love that song too. And it's such a good song to sing to. But it reminds me also of Bridesmaids because it was in that Ooh. movie. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that movie too. And then I just have to bring this up because this song has been going through my head this week. And that's a song called Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. It's from Stranger Things 4. Love that song. It's so good. So I had to bring that up. <laughs> All right, friends out there, let us know what you think. What is your go-to karaoke song? You can leave us a comment on social media or email us at screensinfocus at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. The links are in the show notes. All right, so I wanted to talk just briefly about the original Top Gun before we dig into the blockbuster Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> so the original Top Gun was from 1986. And was with Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis, Anthony Edwards, and Tom Skerritt. And basically, it's a movie about students at a U.S. Navy elite fighters weapons school who compete to be the best in class. It was a blockbuster movie with an amazing soundtrack and great aerial stunts. And bomber jacket sales increased and Ray-Ban aviator glasses jumped like 40%. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was those were kind of cool statistics about uh, that original movie. So what about the original movie stuck out to you guys or what do you remember about that movie? You know, I I'm going to lead with one of my pet peeves. And, and <laughs> one of that is the whenever people throw around the word iconic a lot, mm -hmm. just to describe something great um, for for context. I'm a, I'm a copywriter by trade. So words mean things to me. Um, but uh, I think it pr it pretty much describes iconic is a good way to describe the eighties just because with, when I think of Top Gun, I think of just like, this is a time capsule of like eighties cinema and it's, yeah. um, and you know, that, that's, that's what I really take away from it. It's just that when somebody mentions the eighties to me, I think of a lot of different things, but Top Gun is definitely one of them. And of course mm -hmm. the, fighter pilot aspect of it is fun. It's just a good time. It's not trying to be overly artsy or serious or anything. It's just a good blockbuster movie. So that's that sticks out to me about it. What about you? Lee? I think one distinct memory I have is when I first saw the movie on VHS. And I remember sitting down and putting the VHS um, in the player and the music. And so Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone, the opening yeah. song is what really hit I remember that hitting me being like wow that's such a cool song and then also feeling like this is so 80s and I love it and so that um we'll talk about that later I'm sure for Maverick but that was um something that really stood out to me about the original well I watched it way back in the day and for me it was Tom Cruise <laughs> uh, I was like uh I I have to go watch this he's in it and you know I'm such a fan of his movies and he gives like a hundred and ten percent 
in all the movies that he does. He's just in it. And I just love that about them. Plus, there's that smile. So I can't <laughs> help it. And I think he brings so, so much charisma, so much confidence, and his work ethic. It's just extraordinary. So I, and you can see it. You can see it in all the movies that he makes. And also the movie itself, it's patriotic about a hotshot fighter pilot. It had those great aerial stunts, especially for being in the 1980s. I mean, I, I don't think anyone had seen that at that time. Mm -hmm. And then there's this love story. And like you had mentioned, Lee, there's this amazing soundtrack. In fact, I think it's like one of the most popular soundtracks and songs. Um, and I remember thinking back in the day when I first watched this, I'm like, Kelly McGillis as his love interest. I'm like, I don't know if she really fits with him. Maybe back then I was like a little bit jealous. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Who knows? Because now when I watched it, I didn't have that feeling, you know, at this time. So I'm like, it works for me. So <laughs> those are the things that I appreciated about that film. But let's jump into Top Gun Maverick. Okay, I just want to throw out some things about this film. Box office. I just read this morning, opening holiday weekend, 160.5 million. Yeah. 160.5 million. That is like crazy. So they that is the biggest blockbuster. I think came, what came in... Uh, what is second now is Pirates of the Caribbean at the World's End, and that had 153 million. So that's just to show you how big this movie is. And it received an A plus cinema score. It is the biggest opening for Tom Cruise. Whoa. I think previous to this, it was um, War of the Worlds, but this is like his biggest movie. And the fact that he is. Closing in on 60, I think he might be 59. I'm not really sure how old he is at the moment, but that's saying a lot, right? And also, I think it appeals to a larger demographic, which is really helpful in getting all those people to to watch the movie, which I'm so excited about because it was so good. Okay, so this movie picks up 35 years later and Pete Maverick Mitchell you know, is avoiding his rank advancement so he can continue to be a test pilot. And he must confront his past as he trains a new squadron of fighter pilots. And this movie stars Tom Cruise, who's also the producer, Miles Teller, which is one of the reasons I wanted to really watch it because I love him. And uh, Jennifer Connelly, who I also really love too. I love all these people. Ed Harris is in it. John Hamm is in it. Glenn Powell and Val Kilmer reprises his role as Iceman. I love this movie. It was so satisfying to me for so many reasons. But I want to know, first off, what did you guys think of this film? You got to go see it today. <laughs> if, you if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, book your tickets ASAP. And you should absolutely go see it on the big screen i think in talking with friends who have already seen it on big screen they're like this was so worth it mm -hmm. and i know a lot of folks that listen um love movies and tv shows but if you're hesitant don't be hesitant to go see it in person um at the large at the biggest screen you can find and also i highly recommend um doing xd because sometimes like you're your seat shakes or the screen. Sh you feel like you're on the oh, ride. 
And so that was so cool. So that's one tip. And then, so if you did not see on XD, you can go see it a second time. <laughs> Check it out, compare to XD. And I do have to say that um, I, I loved the music choices. And I know that, that some people may feel differently about that. But I did like that um, it gives a nod to the original. And then also... Um, just one quick con I would say is that I would have loved to see more about the background of the love interest, Penny. I was like, mm, I want to know yeah. more about you. And I know there was like yeah. a nod to Penny in, in Top Gun from 1986. However, I would have loved them to share more about that. So um, with that, what about you both? Um, I'll chime in. Uh, yes, you have to see it on the big screen. Uh, yes, you should try to see it in XD, which is we saw it through a Cinemark theater. So that's XD. That's their brand specific thing. But anything that can like IMAX or just Dolby surround sound or whatever, um, whatever sort of enhanced experience that you could get to see it, do it because it, this movie is pretty much a ride. Um, so it's, uh, it's really great. It It's a great way to kick off the summer. It's definitely a summer blockbuster movie. Um, what I really liked about uh, what I loved actually about um, Maverick was that it did strike a balance between that nostalgia thing that we all feel about mm-hmm. the original Top Gun, but it did provide something new for um, for you know a film that is coming out in 2022. You know, so um, it's it's really great in that regard. It's giving us just enough of that original, but giving us something new and actually kind of raising the stakes more on. Um, story-wise. And then yeah. um, I, I liked the more diverse group of pilots that were coming Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Just, um, yeah, just more women, people of color, and um, just sort of evolving with, with, uh, with, with the times of just how, you know, anybody can be a part of the, you know, naval, um, anybody can be a naval aviator. So yeah. if there's a kid watching it, that wants to do that, yeah. then they can do that. This doesn't have to be someone who looks like Iceman. You gave me my first chills. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were running on time. I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> um, I'm showing you my chills. Yeah. I love that. When you said, oh, a kid could be watching it and yeah. say, oh, I could do that. You're mm-hmm. so right. I thank yeah. you so much for pointing that out. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I I really loved the uh, the scene Spoiler alert for everybody, but I think we're going into it. But um, the Iceman scene where he shows up and they just have this moment. It's one scene between Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. And um, that's just, you know, you see their friendship evolve in the first one, but you see it, you see where it evolved to in the second one. And just from like a real world perspective of what Val Kilmer's gone through, like Uh with his cancer treatment and everything. It must have been hard for him to say those lines and act the way that he did. And yeah. Um, so it was just, that was a very much a heartwarming scene. So there's a lot of things I loved about it. Um, and for, for some cons, I think um, just one quick con, I think I agree with the lead that like Jennifer Connelly as Penny is great, but we did have uh, Kelly McGillis as Charlie before. So it would have been a, l- a little bit of uh we were walking out of the theater just talking about like, there could have been a line or two about explaining their relationship a little more or where it's from. But other than that, it was, you know, it's great. That's, it was a great movie. Of course. Okay. So I wanted to uh, bring up because Lee, you had mentioned, you know, everyone needs to see it on a big screen. Well, that was part of the reason they pushed 
putting the movie out to to 2022 because they wanted people to watch it on the big screen. It was really important to Tom Cruise that people watch it in the big screen. He didn't want it going to home and you watching it there. No, he wanted you to watch it at the theater. And that is what that was his goal. And that's what he got. And, you know, you know, it's saying a lot that this is a blockbuster the way it is, even yeah. comparing it to Pirates of the Caribbean, because Pirates of the Caribbean was at a time when everybody was going to the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been a deep decline of people going to the movies now because of COVID. People can watch so much. There's so much content on you know, so many streaming platforms and so many ways to get to movies and films. So uh, not as many people feel the need that they have to go to the theater. So I think to get that many people out to the theater, it's to me like double what (laughs) it would have been before COVID had happened to get people to the theater. So I think it's really saying a lot about this movie. And I don't know if... um, People will continue to go. I hope so. Did you guys see previews of Jurassic Park? Because I was oh excited gosh, yes, seeing those. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to see this. And then I saw previews of Brad Pitt in a Bullet Train. And I'm like, That's oh, I want to really watch that too. Mm-hmm. So there are some really good movies. I don't know if they held back on all these movies. And now they're like, okay, it's 2022. People are getting back out there. But I'm just so happy that these movies are out there. And yes, please go watch this mm-hmm. on the big screen. Um, and I agree with you guys also on um, Penny's role. I uh, so did they? You're saying you guys are saying that they did mention her back in the '86 film because I didn't even remember her the name from Admiral's back then. Daughter oh. and Admiral's daughter. So very. We would have to. We got to go watch <laughs> Top Gun again to like look out for this one liner. Yeah, <laughs> this one line. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So uh, well, at least she is a you know, a person of the past because I didn't, I thought she was just new. I thought, yeah. oh yeah, they're just, it's between 1986 and now that he met her and had this relationship. But mm-hmm. so I love this, you guys, of course, as you can tell, cause mm-hmm. we're just, you know, uh, fanning over this, mm-hmm. but um, I had to like try and sit back and figure out what was it about this movie that was making me love it so much. And of course, I think again, I think it really was Tom Cruise. I'm sorry that I keep bringing that up, but that's really what it is. He uh, still, he still got it. Yeah. And I love that his character, you know, seems so calm, so cool, so collected. But yet the movie balances that out with him being vulnerable mm-hmm. and also haunted by his past. So, I I just like that. I just like that he's not just, you know, one facet of him. It's he's multifaceted. So um, I just and I think that that it shows through this movie, plus all the the stunts and the cinematography and the production that went into all of this that we'll we'll get to a little bit further in. But um, it's just amazing. I think every single thing came together in this movie. And when you have everything together it works. All right. So what aspect of this film did you really enjoy? Like what stood out to you um, that you really liked about it? Miles Teller. Oh my gosh. He's great. And he had great 
chemistry on screen with Tom Cruise. So mm-hmm. I think yes. when I say chemistry, I mean, obviously he's supposed to be like, yeah. not, um, uh, d- just their character development. I loved. And so when miles like comes back and like saves <laughs> Maverick's life, that yeah. was huge. And I was telling Joe, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that, that was a big aspect for me is that, um, casting. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, Miles Teller is just phenomenal in this one. And I think, um, they all are the entire cast is, but, uh, I think one of the really cool things that I remember when, in regards to, uh, to his character was, when they were when they were making their escape right in the old F14 and Mavericks in the front and then Roosters in the back Miles Teller's yeah. Rooster um and then like they're taken off and it's just like it's it's Top Gun 1 all over again it's Maverick and Goose all over again except it's Goose's kid <laughs> and not I and, know yeah yeah and then uh the one line the one line that nailed it for me was uh talk to me rooster i think he said it's just like that's mm. his that's his go to like when when he's getting in the zone and getting ready to fly. So I love that about it, and I also really just overall in the film I really enjoyed this more um, uh, mature Maverick. I guess you were sort of talking to about it a little earlier, Diana, but like especially when you know comparing it to the original to now, like Maverick mm-hmm. was definitely like I'm going to do you know whatever the heck I want, <laughs> and I mean yeah. within orders, of course. Um, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that, you know, young fighter pilot lieutenant. And yeah, now he's this, you know, instructor with a little bit of a, um, with, with a little bit of a, like there's, there's some ghosts that he has to deal with. And especially when rooster comes in, there's a little bit of that too, or a lot of responsibility. Of he has yeah, some responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. And, um, just there's, there's a more mature side of him to it. And it's, um, uh, it's, it's really cool. He doesn't lose that, you know, Maverick spirit that he's got, but he's, he's definitely much more on the, the path of, I need to take care of the squad. These guys need to come home, you know? So, yeah. I like that we see Maverick push those limits and break those rules. And normally I am like a rule follower and I want mm-hmm. everyone else to follow the rules, but here I love that he breaks them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because, we know he'll succeed and we love the thrill and, you know, him putting people in their place and showing them up. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Right. It's he, he so breaks cool. The rules because there's, you know, there's people's like at the earlier, there's like jobs or like lives involved. Yeah. yeah he'll do it. He'll do it when it, when he needs to do it. And it's kind of like, you know, with the other, with the other admirals and other commanding officers and stuff, they, they don't, they don't have that sort of, I guess they do feel a sense of responsibility, but not like Maverick does, you know? So he's just going to say, I'm going to do it and I'm going to prove you all wrong. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and he also, uh, oh, it just reminded me with you saying that because he says, does he say, don't think, just do? Yeah. Just do it. And then when um, Rooster does run up to him, he's like, what are you doing? What were you thinking? And he <laughs> says, I wasn't thinking you told me not to. And I thought that was so cool because yes, that's what he told him. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just love that. Right. He's acting instinctively. That's how Maverick works. Right. He's like in the moment, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And you kind of got to go with your gut. Your guts 
always guiding you and you have to trust it. But then sometimes you might second guess it because you're like, oh, this is the rule. This is what I'm supposed to do. So, you know, there's also a fine balance, right? Because you have to rely on certain rules, but then you've got a lot rely on your gut instinct also. Mm-hmm. Just like when he was pushing that 10, that yes. mock 10, and yeah. then that, you know, the guy on the ground that that was his friend was saying, had told him previously, don't go past 10, don't do 10.1, don't do 10.2. But what does Maverick do? He's got to push it. And he does it. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know what I kept thinking was, how much is this costing? You know, every time they go, all that gas. What am I, why am I thinking all this stuff? It's just a movie, but I was, you know, him pushing and pushing in the, and by him going that fast, didn't something happen to the, you know, the aircraft? I I can't remember, but. It it blew up. (laughs) Yeah, it blew up, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, who's paying for that? We are. (laughs) But that was uh, such a funny scene when he walks into that small town diner. (gasps) Oh yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite moments. He's like, where am I? (laughs) And the guy's like, on earth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The kids were looking at him like he's an astronaut or something. (laughs) That's so funny. It reminds me of uh, Back to the Future with uh, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) He comes in his outfit and they think he's an alien. I love that. (laughs) But anyways, with Maverick uh, putting people in their place and showing them up and when they went on that first uh, run and they basically make a bet as to who can outlast who, and they're going to have to end up doing 200 (laughs) push-ups. Again, here's Diana going, 200 push-ups and watching them do them. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And uh, so I love that, right? Because he's, you know, Tom Cruise is good. He's like, I'm not doing push-ups. You're all doing push-ups. So I love that. And then on that test run at the very end, when he takes off and does his own simulated test run on that where their mission is supposed to be and he does it under two minutes so he shows that it can be done and then they make him uh the uh the captain or the leader yeah because yeah Yeah. team leader because he's just not just a teacher he has to go do it and be involved because he Mm -hmm. he he showed them that it can be done but of course there's not that many people that can do that but yeah. I also he, loved. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say he lets his he lets his fly and do the talking, and it's it's great. So that's absolutely. So yeah. yeah, I also appreciated his vulnerability because I teared up several times through this, and you're like, oh, you're watching a Top Gun movie, and you're tearing up. Yeah, I'm tearing up because <laughs> I live for the relationship aspect of this, and I mm-hmm. love that. Uh, when he watched Rooster through the window, when uh, he mm-hmm. was singing Great Balls of Fire, mm-hmm. and he watched him, oh, I had tears. And then you see Penny watch him because she realizes that, you know, he is moved or affected by that. Mm-hmm. And then when him and Penny were in bed talking and Maverick tells her that he had to pull his papers And for his entry into the Naval Academy, because his mother asked him to, made him promise he would. And I love that Penny asks him, well, why didn't you just tell him that? So he didn't 
hate you? And he's like, well, why? He's going to hate me anyway. So why put anything on his mom? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. thought that was so, so selfless and such a, I, I just love that moment. So again, I teared up. Yeah. And then um, when Maverick came back and he went to go vi- look for Penny and that guy was mopping up or taking care of the bar. And he mm-hmm. says, oh, she's off sailing. The look on his face was like he was a little bit hurt or I don't know, not hurt, but like um, like someone didn't show up for a date or something. I mean, yeah. she didn't know he was coming, but that's how I felt the look on his face. It's like right. he had a smile, but it was masking how he really felt. And he was like, ups- like kind of upset about it, like. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if she had left, like, for good. And so um, I just loved uh, seeing Tom Cruise's performance in both aspects of that. And so that's what stood out to me and what I love so much about the movie. Oh, and the hug between Maverick and Rooster, too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was so good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what stood out to you about the production of the film? Ooh, okay. Um, The the training that the actors had to go through, like before I even watched, uh, this is part of their promo, I guess, but, uh, before I even watched the movie or went in to watch the movie there, I watched all these videos about how they actually made them go through this like Navy style training so they can actually get in the F 18s and handle the G's and, you know, um, really react to their environment, which is they're in, they're in a fighter gym. <laughs> Um, yeah. when it would have been like a big studio movie like this, they could have easily done, you know, CGI green screen or, you know, exactly build out a cockpit, but Tom Cruise wanted it to be real and he wanted it, the actors to really experience it. So, um, it's not all, it, I mean, it was kind of with, I guess the original Top Gun, there was like a certain sense they, they did a similar thing, but. Um, it just goes to show you, like you said, Diana, earlier about how Tom Cruise commits when it comes to mm-hmm. his filmmaking. It's, you know, they have to be really in the jets and the actors really have to be able to handle these stressors on their body. Right. So mm-hmm. um, that's that really stood out to me about the production. And uh, that's the big one. And yeah, yeah, I just have so much respect for them for doing that and doing it that way because the results show in the final product with the aerial sequences and all the cockpit views and um one of the things that i sort of took note of was whenever the they're doing their turns on the canyon run the you know you see tom cruise kind of doing his like shifting his head from left to right oh yeah whatever Uh as he's sort uh of like leading his body through the turn which in turn is like leading the jet through the turn right so it's um that kind of realism is really amazing like i don't think you would have gotten any similar reactions from any of the actors like that if it was cgi so yeah for me i think seeing the impact on the actors the g's like as they were how intense that is on the human body and i think i never had thought about that um before seeing this movie and hearing Mm -hmm. um just from other people that saw the movie too that that just um the uh the the filming in the cockpit was super cool and i think uh it just also reminded me i wonder if they're gonna create another top gun ride at great america <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna top gun maverick uh, because that ride is so much fun so i was thinking about that as like you feel like you're there as mm. you're watching them fly and so that was yeah 
that was incredible. So that was my favorite part, um, the aspect in the production of how um, thoughtful they were in, in training the actors and that's so intense. So I think, yeah, I'm like, shout out to the actors for going <laughs> through all that. That's an incredible. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I thought the training of the actors was so, so good. And I watched the videos too. So every anyone out there, yeah, you should go see uh, the making of this film because it was so good. Uh, they even had to learn how to survive in the water should the plane go down. Yeah. And I was also watching where he had, or I think the actors were talking about it, how they had to start with the smallest plane and then they would graduate to um, each jet plane, I don't know, air, aircraft carrier. <laughs> I don't know the proper term, sorry. Uh, so that they could gain spatial yeah. awareness. So I thought that was just a really cool thing. And they had six IMAX cameras in that cockpit. So that was really cool. And yeah, we felt like we were in there with them. So Val Kilmer, who plays Iceman, I didn't know this. I thought he was speaking, but he cannot speak due to his throat uh, cancer and his surgery that happened in 2014. So they recreated his voice through AI to get him to speak the words in the movie. So that is not him actually speaking. I just read this yesterday. They had all these different parts of his voice and they put it all in this machine Mm -hmm. and they were able to formulate the words that they wanted him to say. Mm -hmm. And so it is his voice, but it's not really his voice. He's not really speaking it right now. But Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that is like incredible Mm -hmm. that that was done. And I feel bad that he can't talk. So I'm glad that he was in the movie, though. I'm yeah. so glad that they asked him to come back. Yeah. No, I oh Go yeah, ahead, no, I just wanted to add about um Val Kilmer and the Iceman role. It was yeah, it was great that they they sort of moved mountains to get him on there. And yeah. I didn't know that they actually used they actually tried to like re render his voice through AI. Um I forgot what role he what what part of the movie it was that he was speaking to, but um either way, it was just really good that it was just um it's a testament to his contribution to the original film mm-hmm. to have him come back and reprise his role even though he's you know obviously has these limitations these days with his acting ability but they accommodated for it they had him you know type out his lines and you know made that yeah. work in the film and you know it made his speaking lines that much more impactful so i was just all for it when when they had him come back so, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, so good. I also, of course, like you had mentioned earlier, Lee, I love the music. Love it. Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins. So iconic. I'm sorry. I'm going to say iconic <laughs> because good. it is. It is iconic, yeah. right? Because that's what you think about when you think about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I love all of the music. Um, the opening scenes, that guitar, it, I think it's called the Top Gun Anthem, but it's Hans Zimmer, Harold Faltmeyer, Johnny Marr is the one who, I think who played the guitar. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Kenny Loggins, One Republic, who I love, and Lady Gaga. She sings the ballad Hold My Hand that is yeah. meant for new love interest between uh, Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly's character Penny. Mm-hmm. So they thought, time for a new song. Mm-hmm. Although I love 
take my breath away. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but just all the music, it's so good. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you produce a really good movie. You look at every single piece and you put the best of of each of those things together. And when all of those come together, you get the best movies. So you're not going to have this great movie that doesn't have good music, Mm -hmm. right? And you're not going to have this, you know, best movie that isn't directed well, or doesn't Mm -hmm. have the right cinematography. No, because every aspect comes together. And that's what makes a great movie. So um, it's not surprising that the music played such an important role. And honestly, for me, Music is a huge deal. If I like the music, then I normally like the movie. It gives me a feeling that just adds so much more to what I'm watching. What did you guys, how did you guys think uh, Top Gun Maverick related to Top Gun? Like what, you know, how do you compare it? What's your overall feeling on both movies? I, in watching the original Top Gun and then thinking about Maverick, I was surprised at, how even though so much time has passed that they were able to give head nods back to the back to the 1986 film where even if you hadn't seen top gun rewatched it in the past week they did give context i think for Mm -hmm. most things they did a flashback um or um so so i think uh first of all if you haven't like absolutely go watch the you know 1986 film before you see maverick i think you'll get even more out of out of Maverick. So I think, yes, it can stand by itself. And maybe there are some people who didn't see Top Gun 1986. Maybe there's some kids going to see Maverick. I think they'll think it's just as cool and like want to go into the Navy. Um, but I think it, it would be helpful to, to see, to see the 1986 film. And I think you'll appreciate Maverick more and also uh, appreciation for also the diversity of the, each actor, just the collective for this 2022 film. So I think it also shows from 1986 how um, obviously there's still more room for um, even more diverse cohorts going through uh, Top Gun or through the Navy. But I like I, I don't know statistically, you know, right now in the Navy, how diverse um, in terms of, of race or how many, what percentage of women and men um, are part of the Navy, but I think it is encouraging to think about like how far we have come in that recruitment for the Navy. And also I can just imagine both like little boys and little girls, just seeing uh, connecting with at least one character in Maverick and wanting to fly a plane and pursue that as mm-hmm. either a hobby or a career or just a new interest. And I think coming out of COVID, that enthusiasm for a new interest, we all need that. So no matter yeah. your age. Yeah. So that's how I feel that um, connecting both films. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I think uh, it, I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier before, but it takes that thing that I don't know what, what it is. I'll just call it an X factor of the original movie. And then, um, it raises it, it raises it up, but it doesn't make it too out there for um, just audiences. Um, and what I mean by that is that, uh, again, like I mentioned before, that it it takes all of the good things of the original Top Gun and then like gives it like this 2022 update and yeah. raises the stakes of of um, what is uh, the actual sort of conflict that's going on towards the end. I um, I think that. One of the other things that surprised me about the final act of the movie was that 
com- especially compared to the original Top Gun, was that um, they sort of like the the school part of it was the was the main was the main uh, part that was sort of the main story in the original movie, right? So they they train, they have these rivalries, they graduate, and then oh, they have this one skirmish outside of uh, you know in some unnamed area in the Pacific where they had to like, you know, shoot these enemy planes down. That's, that's the original movie. In this case, it's, it takes it up a notch and uh, mentions that, you know, they're actually training for a mission, this sort of, it's almost like a, you know, behind enemy lines, Canyon run where they have to take out this, this, uh, you know, they just have to take out a target and just, you know, that is sort of everything is leading up to that point to this mission. Right. So um, the stakes are that much higher, I think, because they're actually, you know, they're not training. They are training against each other, but they, it's all for the purpose of fighting these enemy planes and going behind enemy lines and getting them home safely. I think that's another um, factor that really raises the stakes here in, um, in this new movie. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Comparing it to the original film, I think, yeah, it does take it up a notch. It gives it a 2022 update. And um, it, yeah, uh, I I like the fact that the original was like this 80s time capsule of cinema. But uh, this new one, you know, it's, you know, it draws on it and makes it better. Uh, Makes it, you know, its own thing. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I agree with you, Lee. You know, yeah, this movie could stand on its own, but I think it has such a bigger impact because of its history. So I was emotional, like I mentioned earlier, throughout the whole film, and I think it was because of the relationship between Maverick and Goose. So I... um, And that, for me, I watched it back in the day, right? So... That is a long friendship to me that I appreciate. And so to watch it now and for him to talk about him, oh my gosh, I'm almost feeling a little emotional right now. I can feel it, right? Yeah. Because it's a friendship. It's a, you know, somebody, your friend, you cared about, you love them, and you lost them. And then here, you know, you're, you, it doesn't go away that you, you still, feel for that person. You still love that person. They're still in your life. It's just time has has gone by. And so I think for anyone, it would be, you know, to your benefit to watch the original and to see it now. And also it is a continuation of, like you had mentioned, Joe, of um, Tom Cruise, how he was then and how he is now and how he he still has that edge he still takes risks but he has a responsibility now he's more mature now and so you like seeing that so mm-hmm. if you see the original and you see it now you see the um you know how he has grown yeah in that regard so um you know, I love that. And, uh, and of course, the music, we've talked about it uh, several times, but it, it's true. Uh, I If they hadn't put any of the music in that, that was in the original, I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, no, you got to go back and redo it and put the music in because it's so, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, it just fits. It fits and it makes you feel a certain way. So 
I love that. And, uh, of course, they put the volleyball scene in there, too, which I found <laughs> to be – that was sport, funny. I'm different like, sport. <laughs> it's football now, yeah, but no. It's, oh, was it? I, yeah. I, yeah. I, oh, you're right. I didn't dawn on me. I just knew they were on the beach, yeah. and they yeah. were all, you know, yeah. oiled up. <laughs> and so that's all that I really noticed. I really like so, in that scene, too, that they um, they provided an explanation as to why they were playing football on the beach. Yes. Uh, the the original one, it was just kind of like, oh, we're going to play volleyball now. We're going to cut to the volleyball game. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like in this, in this like beach football scene, like they sort of, after the whole like slow-mo montage of just oiled up dudes and, and, and ladies, <laughs> you know, throw, throwing the ball around, like uh, Maver- Maverick is like sitting on the back, like with, you know, he's got his feet up, he's watching them. Jennifer Connelly's in the back too, watching Maverick, watching them, and then John Hamm's character, the Admiral, the sort of stickler Admiral, comes up and says, the mission's in two weeks. Why are we playing football? And, and uh, uh, Maverick was like, it's for team building, basically. Yeah. Yeah, getting the people, yeah, getting the squad together. So it was, I like the fact that there was a bit of an explanation there and to what would otherwise probably have been like a gratuitous football scene. I don't know. Like, right. Yeah. I just, love that too. No, it was great. So uh, like I said, taking the old stuff, adding more to it. Uh huh. Oh, and, and I wanted. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. You go. Um, I totally forgot that this is rated PG thirteen. So don't take your small children. <laughs> I was like, little girls, little boys who will see this uh, when they're teenagers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they see this, they'll be encouraged to think about flying. And um, so just uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> YouTube has clips if your small children want to see the cool flying scenes. But just wanted to share that that don't take your yeah. super small children until <laughs> you see it yourself. Decide right. if you as a parent want to take your child. Yeah. So uh, I like also the nod to uh, when Maverick near the beginning is pulling out his jacket and he pulls out his sunglasses and then he gets on his bike. I just thought that was so cool. I love this, loving every minute of it. And I know what I wanted to say way back when, Lee, is when you said that you really enjoyed Miles Teller in this. And I love Miles Teller also. And I had told you you guys both that Whiplash was such a good movie and I love that. So anybody out there, if you haven't seen Whiplash, it's so good. Go watch it with Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. What I was going to bring up was his mustache and oh, how yeah. much <laughs> it was like his dad's mustache. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. Yeah. You can tell who he is because he looks like his dad. Yeah. Um, it's just, it it was really good. So I love the whole mustache. And I also appreciated that they addressed what happened to Rooster's mom. And because they said that, you know, she passed away on her deathbed. And that was when Maverick was talking about why he pulled the papers, why he pulled um, Bradley's papers, Rooster's papers from Naval Academy. So I like that they explained that, too, because it didn't leave you wondering, where is she? Why why aren't they showing her? Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I would like to know, do you guys have a favorite part, moment, or quote from the movie? Yeah, from when um, the crew that goes into, sorry, the team um, such as uh, Phoenix and Bob and Payback and Fanboy and then Rooster as the wingman, um, seeing them go into the rocky terrain, like I was definitely on the edge of my seat um, seeing that. 
And so, yeah, that was my favorite moment. Um, what about you, Joe? Yeah, I think uh, I love the whole thing. Like, it's, it's hard to just pick out one good piece. I think um, as far as a line goes, the one that's coming up for me right now is sort of the one that's on the trail that's they've put on the trailer, which is when they were inviting Maverick back, or they were um, they were calling Maverick back to teach a Top Gun, and then he was saying something like. Um, you know, I wasn't expected to be invited. Like I did a poor job as a Top Gun instructor. And then, uh, one of the older, um, one of the older higher ups there just tells them their orders, Maverick, they're not inviting you to do anything. <laughs> they're, they're ordering <laughs> you back. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, uh, good, you know, good soldiers follow orders. And, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's what sticks out to me, uh, as far as a favorite quote. I was just thinking they didn't use uh, the need for speed in this. No, they didn't. No. Hmm. Um, Very oh, interesting. Was it because it was Goose? Did Goose say it or did Tom or did Maverick each say other's it? sentences back then when they did that. So, ah, um, yeah. I, I think somebody mentioned also that like when he was in the experimental plane that blew up in the beginning, like mm -hmm. – he said something like, I, f I feel the need or something like that. But he didn't complete uh, the sentence. I don't uh, know. We'd have to watch the movie again. Yeah, is... we have to see it again. Yeah, we have to see it yeah. again. Uh, yeah. Okay, so my favorite part was when they flew the old plane. Mm -hmm. I just thought that that was so cool. I'm bringing a quote in that I read because I just thought it was funny and on point. It says, Creaky F-14 will come into play and remind folks that just because something is old doesn't mean it's obsolete. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it's parallel to Maverick's role in all this, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is so good. I love that it just happened to work. It just happened to have fuel. Uh -huh. It just, uh, I just, I, that whole scene was so good to me. And he tells um, rooster what to do and he you know pulls all the things off and he jumps in and they take off it was just oh my god it was so good I just love that whole sequence and then them going down and saying well I saved your life well I saved your life and so that part was just just really and then them finally getting back and hangman showing up at the right time and too. He was a great yeah. character. We didn't talk enough about him, I think. But yeah, like, you're yeah, you're right because he was he. I was bugging me. I'm like, who's this guy? Uh, you know, who's the Iceman character? I think in this one, yeah, He's just like that that guy who is you know, uh, I'm going to be the chip on your shoulder. But then you know, he's actually a good guy. So what's um, interesting? I read that he had um, auditioned for Rooster's role oh. and. They liked him so much, but they didn't, of course, they wanted Miles Teller. So they cast Miles Teller and they gave him the hangman role mm -hmm. and they uh, expanded the hangman role mm -hmm. because of his audition. Oh, that's, that's so what cool. I read. Yeah. Hopefully I'm <laughs> accurate in my, <laughs> in what I believe I read. So, so, yeah, so I love that. But yeah, he was, he was, I think it's Glenn Powell or. Yeah. I, so I thought he was really good. All right. This is an, a really, really important question that I'm going to ask you guys. <laughs> so first of all, I did a poll and the poll was who has the best call sign on Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. And so uh, the four names that I put out was Maverick, Payback, Phoenix, 
and Coyote. I almost put in Bob, but I, I love wasn't that. sure if that Bob was good. Bob. He's oh the my unsung God. hero. I should have. <laughs> I should have put it in there. He was but, the introvert. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, Payback and Coyote did not get votes. But uh, Phoenix got some votes. But of course, Maverick was the top vote getter there. So I would like to know from the both of you, <laughs> what would be your call sign? Hard shell. So I'm going to go with, I took the quiz and it's official. Quizzes are always correct for movie trivia. So I'm going to go with my result, which is hard shell because, you know, redheads are known for being stubborn. <laughs> so I'll go with that hard shell. <laughs> I want to hear both of yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and to everybody listening, there is a quiz that I'm sure Diana will put down for uh, that is sponsored by Top Gun Maverick called What Is My Call Sign? Um, so link is there in the notes. Um, but the one that I got from there was Riptide, which I loved. Um, I love that. It's, you know, I, I, um, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, do I sound like a Riptide? Um, (laughs) before this quiz came along, I was, we were trying to just like come in, come out of, think of it from out of the blue. And like, I was asking Lee what, like, I know I'm like, I have a habit for like sneaking up on people or I'm just a real, like I'm fairly quiet. Like I like midnight or ninja or something. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cheesy. But, um, lo and behold, the top gun quiz pulls through and I get riptide and I love it. Cause one of our favorite things to do is get by the water and, um, go to the beach or, or things like that. I don't think we'd want to be there during a riptide. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it's just it's just fun. It's like intense and it, it, it um yeah, it it alludes to my my uh my penchant for being by the water. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh Lee, I don't know about hard shell for you. <laughs> You're not, not convinced. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I I I like the name but I don't know if it fits you cuz that does not describe <laughs> That's my action does... step. Got got to go think of a better call name. <laughs> There was Ginger and there was Simba. This is not sponsored by the quiz. But, yeah. Um, I, I love this quiz. And mm-hmm. I went and did it today because I couldn't come up with one myself because I was the same way as you, Joe. I'm like, what would be my name? What's like me? And I thought, Hollywood. No, that already exists. And then there's Fanboy. Would I be Fangirl? What am I going to do? What am I going to pick? I don't know what to do. What am I going to do, you guys? And so I did the test. I did the quiz. And it came up with the perfect name for me. <laughs> Hype. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, it's so perfect. I love it. And I I love our our little uh, pics of our helmets that say our name on them. So Mm -hmm. hopefully uh, we get to post those and people get to see them. But please, yeah, go to whatsmycallsign.com. I will have a link in the show notes for you. But you can go there and, um, you know. Figure out your call sign. I just, that's fun. It's fun, right? To figure that out. Okay. This was such a great movie. Do you have any parting thoughts on the movie, you guys? Or you just go see it? Everybody just go Don't see wait. it? Don't wait. Go yeah. now. Yeah. Run yeah. from this podcast. <laughs> if you're driving, pull over safely. <laughs> and then go quickly and book on your phone to reserve your seat at your local movie theater. And yeah. don't forget to get popcorn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We almost didn't I get got- popcorn. But go oh. watch it and then go watch it again. 
I know. I got popcorn. Yes, I did. I love. Okay, I do want to share. So my husband, he really likes Tom Cruise movies. He watches them all. But uh, Top Gun is not like highest on his list. He has like a bunch of others that he prefers. So when we went and saw this, he did say, ah, oh, that movie was good. And I like it. He preferred this movie to the original. So wow. even if you're on the fence, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go see this, da, 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 go watch it because, yes. <laughs> you know, you, you will, you will like it because it has everything in it. It has everything in it. So I think it appeals to the masses, unless you're a little kid, like you said. <laughs> age appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Age appropriate. So, uh, although there isn't anything too terrible. So, uh, but you you should check it out before you go. Uh, thank you guys for all your insights and your thoughts on Top Gun. I love it. Top Gun Maverick. I love it. So I just want to ask you uh, if there's any recommendations you have, any TV or movie recommendations for people out there that looking for something to watch right now. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, first off, Diana, for having us on. It's really cool to be on a podcast. Uh, I can Check that off my bucket list. So um. <laughs> awesome! Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, I do have a podcast coming out on. <laughs> it's my fear of the Walking Dead because I I do Walking Dead uh, podcast. But one of the the question of the day was, what is on your bucket list that you have to cross off? So, no way. See, you could answer that. So I just Ooh, had to yeah, share yeah. that with you. We'll, we'll do that before we do movie <laughs> recommendations. Um, you know, I think. Uh, I'll call this my post-COVID bucket list, and that is to travel back to the Philippines, where I, Aww, yeah, where I was born and I grew up, and one. yeah, where my where um, a lot of my family's at. So we we're we're on track to try to make that happen, Lee and I. So uh, oh, yeah, awesome! We'll see how it goes. Very cool. Oh, and as far as movie recommendations go, TV recommendations or slash movie. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, please go watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's really good. The third episode just came out today at the time of this recording, Wednesday. So they come out every Wednesday. Um, so it's just a really good expansion into that character in in, uh, in Star Wars. And also um, another TV recommendation that I would watch is uh, Moon Knight, which is a Marvel movie about a slightly less lesser known character in the Marvel sort of universe, but um, Oscar Isaac's in it. His acting is amazing. It's a different kind of superhero. So it's great. Definitely. And for me, bucket list item uh, to do in the next year is for us to run a 5k together. I oh, would yeah. say that would be a bucket mm. list item. So this is accountability. Saying it on a <laughs> podcast is kind of really close to sign up for pro life. So that's a bucket list item. Yes. Sign up for a 5k. I like it. Run it in yeah. person, not a virtual one, like an in-person <laughs> one. <laughs> not like running on a game, on a yeah. video game. Um, and then for, I just finally saw Tick, Tick, Boom directed. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> directed by Lynn Manuel. Um, Miranda. Yes. So go watch it on Netflix. I... It was so much better than I thought. Like I, it was so good. So um, I know that I'm a little <laughs> late to the party, but if you haven't seen Tick Tick Boom, go watch that. Um, you will not be disappointed if you enjoy musicals. So, uh, but and Andrew <laughs> uh, Garfield is so good in it, right? Exactly. I love him in Spider Man. So I'm like, whoa, he's <laughs> mm-hmm. so talented. I was blown away. So I love that. 
Uh, okay, so for me, my bucket list is to travel really anywhere. And I'm sure everybody has that. But specifically, since you said accountability, I am going back to New York. Yes. That is my Woo. where I want to go again. So I'm going to make it happen as soon as I can. I'm going next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But hopefully I can go by the end of the year. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, but for me, I am watching the same. I'm watching Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, I am loving it. So I, I'm really excited about it. So, But the other thing that I'm watching is uh, Stranger Things season four. Yes. And it just came on. Uh, this past weekend. And uh, I'm trying to uh, stretch it out because there's only so many uh, episodes, but it is so good because you have these young kids going through regular, trying to fit in at school, being bullied at school, and you just trying to get by. And then all of a sudden, this horror aspect comes and hits you in the face. And you're like, what is happening? And, the, and it's a group of kids that is out to save the community and the, you know, eventually, probably the world in, in some regard. But you know, I just love that. And I love all the actors in it. I really do. I think these actors are amazing. The fact that they cast them when they were so much younger and now they're, you know, teenagers, it's just amazing. I think that they did a phenomenal job casting uh, for Stranger yeah. Things. And I, and I love it because it's the 80s. And I told you guys earlier that that <laughs> song is from the 80s. So it has yeah. great music. And uh, so that's my recommendation. Thank you guys for your recommendations. Again, thank you for your insights and your thoughts on Top Gun. I'm so glad that you guys joined me. I'm so glad that you guys were here. So thank you. It was a great time. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, I was waiting for it. And I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Next episode will be on Fear the Walking Dead, season seven, episode 15. You can go to screensandfocus.com to connect with me there. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.